Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. Well, some say he's on a journey. It's the journey. And here's your host, David Hackett. Welcome to another The Journey. To joining us today is a lead scientific researcher at Fellow One Research, and he's pioneered body type science, the four body types, since 2003, including creating the only online worldwide science-based health community website, which offers a scientific body type quiz and scientific weight loss programs basic and advanced and their website offers free public access to the scientific health knowledge base and research. We welcome Mark Nelson. Mark, Mark, welcome to the journey. Thank you for having me. No worries. So, as I've always said to guests, it's not about me, it's about you. So tell me about you. So when I was a young kid, about eight years old, I was actually a star soccer player on a state championship team. And I began noticing during shirts off soccer practice that my body was very different from my peers. Uh, And when I would reference the standard scientific human body anatomy book, uh, you would see the standard human body image with all muscles and muscle mass fully developed my body didn't look like that and my peers did. So I was certain that that body type was a real body type, but I I didn't have that body type. Um, And as I would go in and see the uh, doctor and they would run my BMI, I was well within my safe BMI because I was such an active kid. So no one thought anything about it. When I would ask them, Hey, what's up with all this fat all over my body? Because at the time there was no term skinny fat nobody would give me any answer or they would just brush me off because I was well within my safe BMI weight range. And that's all they cared about. So as I hit 10, 12, 15, puberty finally hit because I was a late bloomer, uh, more fat grew. And instead of muscle growing, more fat grew. And again, I was well within my safe BMI weight range. And according to mainstream science and medical doctors, when you're well within your safe BMI weight range, you're a biotype one, you have all the muscle and muscle mass fully developed, and that's that. The problem is, is I didn't. I had skinny fat all over my body where I should have muscle mass. And when you have skinny fat where you have muscle, uh, you're not athletic. And so I had to quit sports because I couldn't play out on the soccer field with people who were like David Beckham, who, you know, if you've seen him with his shirt off, he's a biotype one he is he's all muscle and, and muscle mass it's why he can run up and down the field all day in terms of soccer and why he's a, a, a pro soccer athlete i didn't have any muscle so i i couldn't do that i tried switching to tennis but i was so weak because i didn't have any muscle that i couldn't hold the racket with one hand so i had to do a two-handed forehanded backhand which took away from my ability to excel at the sport and i eventually quit all 
competitive sports in general, uh, which led me to college. And I started to look at things more there. But I'll, I'll pause here and see if I'm making any sense. Yeah. So um, did you feel ashamed that you couldn't do the things you physically wanted to do? Great question. Um, you know, honestly, I, I it wasn't that I necessarily felt ashamed. It was that because I wasn't excelling as I got older, 10, 12, 15 and on, my parents, because the doctor said that I was you know, normal, I was you know, had, had a healthy BMI and everything else was normal, my parents just thought that I wasn't working hard, that I was just a quitter, uh, and they were thoroughly disappointed in me, and that led to me feeling shame about it when again I could go to the doctor and when I was there I would say hey what's up with all this skinny fat of my body you know and obesity is a common thing in our family it is genetics and yet no one cared about any of those variables whatsoever all they cared about was that I was safely within my BMI weight range and I was uh, I was normal but uh, when your parents are thoroughly disappointed in you because you can't excel at something that they think that you should be excelling in and no one wants to look at the evidence and facts and understand why uh, then essentially what my parents thought was that I was just a, a loser who was an underachiever who wasn't working hard enough and that really had the the hardest negative effect on my mental and emotional health uh, because I I worked extremely hard I was out training every day and jogging miles and I started weightlifting early to try and put my, on muscle mass but when you don't have muscle uh, when you don't have muscle where you should have muscle and you have skinny fat in place it's very hard to put on muscle uh, no matter how hard you work in the gym and anyone out there who has skinny fat cellulite loose skin saggy skin crepey skin thin fat or normal weight obesity knows what I'm talking about because you've gone to the gym you've worked very hard and yet you still have skinny fat of some form on, on your body no matter how hard you work so yes it most certainly had a, a negative effect on my mental health and it eventually left led to me feeling shame mm. so it says um in your notes that you sent me about body type science there is four types current mainstream we will touch upon now so it says current mainstream science and medical doctors body type standards one the standard scientific human body anatomy book body type one and that's bt1 and body mass index bmi and then the basal metabolic rate so it then goes on to say why can't mainstream science and medical doctors body type standards are inaccurate can you explain why so, they when when anyone when any human being goes to see their licensed medical doctor, those are the three standards that you are being held by. The body type one that you find in any scientific human body uh, anatomy book, the body mass index, the BMI, and the basal metabolic rate, which is the BMR. And that's the number of calories that you require daily to function in terms of, of your body. And those standards are not accurate because none of them take into account skinny fat. And again, because the BMI has grown to be such a uh, uh, heavily used and relied on standard by, by doctors, so long as you're within your safe BMI weight range, you're a body type one. And there's no discussion about that. And if you are within your safe BMI weight range, 
you are a body type one. You are held to that standard of having all that muscle and muscle mass. And again, there's no discussion on that. So again, those standards are not accurate because genetically, there are many people in the world who are not a body type one. They have never been a body type one from day one, from birth. Because of their genetics, they have skinny fat in place of where there should be muscle and, and muscle mass. And we have hundreds now of, of scientific body type quizzes up on our website. And all that we have is people who uh, who have answered all of our questions and they tell us we i've never been a bi type one not one day of my life have i been a, a bi type one even when i was well within my safe be my weight range i wasn't a, a, a bi type one so again when you go and see your your doctor those are the three standards that you're being held to but none of them take into account skinny fat so because i've um in recent years, I noticed my weight increase, but when I was younger, I was always skinny and people thought it was not me eating properly, which probably, I don't know, probably I wasn't. But the fact is, I felt like I was fat at times, but I, my body, when you look at it, was skinny. So, so when you were younger, did you notice skinny fat on your body? Did you look like the standard scientific human body anatomy book? by type one with yeah. all muscle and muscle mass fully developed. And that includes, you know, the, the visible defined abs, all of it. Yeah. I, I had the muscle one, you know, I look the part, you know, I got it now. You can see it physically here, but you know, at the time I felt insecure because everyone kept thinking I was skinny and you know i always make a joke about weight nowadays i say it's not about skinny or fat or super size i always say genetically modified so i say i'm in a genetically modified body just to suit myself and i learned those words genetically modified body because i knew someone who was obese and he had to lose weight because he was so obese he was pretty much killing him but he always said i'm genetically modified in my body so you should be genetically modified in your own body because everyone's genetically modified to their own size what is your height five foot eight okay so you're not necessarily short but you're not necessarily tall either so that would actually play into things because again if you're a five foot eight and you're a bi type one with all the muscle muscle mass fully developed then that will you know be different if in terms of if you're five eleven or six feet uh, and, and you have all that muscle uh, and uh, it's possible at as well if you're a bi type one when, when we do our scientific bi type quiz we rate things on the quiz relative to a scale of one to ten and if you are a bi type one you're either a nine or a ten on that scale to be a bi type one for all 26 vertebrae the seven cervical 12 thoracic five lumbar one sacrum and one coccyx you can be a nine or a ten in terms of development relative to all of those vertebrae because it's a scientific fact that every single one of those vertebrae houses a specific set of muscles and any of those muscles can be underdeveloped to whatever degree and if you do have some under development that Technically, according to our quiz, means that you are a, a one to eight on that scale of one to ten. So, if you're a nine or a ten 
for all 26, then you're a bi-type 1. So it's possible that you were a bi-type 1 and you still were a 9 on all of those and not necessarily a 10, which means that you're still a bi-type 1, just not a complete full-on bi-type 1, which might explain why you were a bit thinner relative to, you know, some of your peers so is that making sense yeah it makes sense so it goes on to i'm saying skinny fat which is the normal weight obesity cellulite the thin fat loose skin saggy skin creppy skin creppy skin how would you define because obviously everyone associates weight obesity normal cellulite thin fat loose skin but what and saggy skin but what is creppy skin it's a type of rough skin uh, that is likely more common on people who are older, but it's this sort of uh, rough, um, maybe sandpapery type skin that just doesn't look smooth and natural. It looks, you know, it, it's just this rough looking skin that if you were to compare it to somebody who has quote unquote normal skin, you would see a you know, clear difference in, in terms of crepey skin versus normal skin. Mm-hmm. And you can go out online, any of your listeners can, and type in crepey skin, and it will, and it will come up with some um, solid images that will, that, that will give you a, a better sense of that. Uh, in terms of thin fat, it's kind of a combination of all those things. So if you, you know, if cellulite is usually, you know, these, these thin you know, balls or this lumpiness on the, uh, that's right under the skin, thin fat's sort of a combination of, you know, uh, cellulite and uh, loose skin and crepey skin. It's just this sort of weird fat, fat mass that doesn't really fall into any of those. And so we just came up with the term thin fat to explain it. I've got thin fat on my body still. It doesn't necessarily look like cellulite. It doesn't necessarily look like any of the other forms of skinny fat. So, uh, so anyways, is that making sense? Yeah. So um, you said about your teens, you couldn't do your um, lifestyles you wanted to do. Did it get more difficult as you reached adulthood, where you reached 18, 21? Did it feel more strenuous on you? It did. Um, so I was relentlessly bullied because I was so weak and small and I was an easy target for bullies. Uh, and that was everyone, my, my immediate family, friends, strangers, everyone. And when I got to college, I was determined to not be a victim. And I wanted to figure out why, why, why is my body lacking all of this muscle mass? Why am I such a weakling? So I started going to the gym with some friends who were all by type ones. And I started to, mimic their workout routines their diet their supplements and i did it all i did it as as far as i'm aware i did it as as identical to what they were doing as i could because i was there at the gym with them lifting weights i was there at the cafeteria eating the food i was buying the supplements that they were recommending and i did that for several years and i went from having a sparrow's chest to a raven's chest just a larger bird chest and you could see some improvement but it wasn't like all my friends who were by type ones who they would lift and they would just become full-on ripped and they were just all muscle and i just i i just couldn't put on muscle that way at least not as readily as they did so it, it as i got older it affected my mental and emotional and physical health more uh physically when i left college i 
took a scientific researcher job at the University of Colorado at Boulder, and I was determined not to become obese. So I worked very hard on staying within my safety and my weight range. But in the process of doing that, because I didn't have any muscle on my body, I had serious problems with digestive issues and heartburn and headaches. And I just felt miserable. And so I, I went down to the to the best doctors, because at the, at the time I had really good health insurance, and they ran me through every battery of tests and sent me back saying, you're totally normal. We don't know what you're talking about. Here's some tagament so that you can deal with your, your heartburn. Don't come back. And at that point, I gave up on doctors and Western medicine because I felt terrible and no one was listening. No one would listen when I would say, hey, what's up with all this skinny fat all over my, my body? I don't know, you're, you're well then, you're safe, be in my weight range, and that's all that we care about. No one listened. So at that point, I was pretty much at my wit's end, and it's when I began the, the biotype science research because it was all I had left. No one would listen. And how is the research, since you started the research, has it helped you understand yourself more as well as others? Very much so. So the uh, it, it really took... I basically sort of dropped out and I moved out into the country and I began looking at my body and, and understanding how do I fix this? And so I, the, the first step was understanding the structure of the, of the human body. And again, as I, as I mentioned, there's 26 vertebrae and I looked at that and said, okay, we know that those are the main structure of the human body uh, of the spine uh, along with all the bones, et cetera. So we're going to break down the actual body types into just the standard body type one, that same image that you see in any scientific anatomy book. That's a body type one. There's no vertebrae under the developed all muscle and muscle mass is developed. Uh, and again, it can be a nine or a 10. So it doesn't necessarily have to be fully developed, but it's developed enough to be a body type one zero underdeveloped vertebrae. Body type two is one to eight underdeveloped vertebrae, meaning that one to eight are an eight or less. Body type three is a, a nine to 17, and the body type four is 18 through 26. So once I came to that understanding and I began to understand you know, how, how can I look at the body and really understand it and understand what my body was, I was born in a body type four. I had 18 to 26 vertebrae that were under developed it was probably uh 24 or so maybe two weren't but i would say that really all of them were it's tough without an mri machine to really know but i was most certainly a body type four and the vast majority were under developed relative to having very little if any muscle mass whatsoever so once i understood that then it, my next goal was figuring out what is the best diet and exercise and lifestyle for my specific body because I want to be healthy. That's my ultimate goal is to be healthy. So I tried every diet and you know, exercise routine, and I finally settled on uh, essentially what is a omnivore vegetarian diet, what uh, we uh, call up on the website a, a blue zone Mediterranean diet. It's sort of across uh, – between the blue zone diets and the, and the Mediterranean diet, but it's a heavily omnivore vegetarian diet. And that seems to work best for me. And then my diet, uh, excuse me, my, uh, my um, exercise, uh, I, I really 
enjoy hiking and just you know, long walks, basically. Nothing too strenuous, but I do that regularly every day, six days a week. Typically, it was seven days during the pandemic, and that really helps get my metabolism up. So once I had gotten my diet and exercise and lifestyle, sleep and stress and all that wrangled, right? then I at least could understand how to manage the heartburn and the digestive issues and the headaches, et cetera, that were all relative to my biotype four. Then the next step was figuring out, is there a way that I can fix this? So is that making sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So um, looking to the future, is this research you're doing going, going to go to any um obviously I have to mind my how I wrote it politically, but is it gonna to go to people that will hopefully listen to it and say we want to take note of it? Or is it already in place? We are definitely working on that right now and taking it to the to the next level. Our our next phase is to do a full website rebuild because we're well aware that the website is outdated. However, it is fully functional. So up on the website, we have the scientific biotype quiz. Uh, we have the scientific weight loss program diary. Um, and uh, those are meant to help you, one, understand what your real biotype is, your real scientific biotype is. And then to help you figure out what is the best diet, exercise, and lifestyle for my specific biotype relative to my genetics and metabolism, et cetera. And that's where the scientific weight loss diary comes into play. And the point of that is to really give people a place where they can track their science-based diet, exercise, and lifestyle data. Uh, and that includes images, et cetera, so you can watch your progress over time. We uh, encourage a pen name, uh, and there's no face images in any of, the, any of the images so that you can protect your identity. Uh, and you can invite your friends and family for free. They can join the conversation and support your journey. But it's all right there so that you can track it. You can hold yourself accountable. Uh, and then there's also the uh, diet, exercise, and lifestyle support team that's part of the advanced diary. You can also buy individual credits. And we, um, in, in terms of the diet, exercise, and lifestyle support team we focus on science-based HIMAS and google SERP one links um you know, so that we can bring forth the most accurate science mm. all that being said what we're working on now is uh funding so that we can do a full rebuild on the website uh and we are also working on a um, artificial intelligence app that will help make uh, taking the pictures for the quiz and diary more accurate so that all in all, we can improve the quality and quantity of our scientific data, which then hopefully our next step after that is to build a research center where we can have MRI machines and doctors, et cetera, and really bring people in and study this uh, on a true scientific level. So is that making sense? Yeah. So I'll add the links uh, um, to the sites in what you sent in the description in the bio when I write it up. But is there anything else you want our listeners, viewers, to be aware of? Any advice you want to give them? Any support you want to give them? Making them feel good? So social media is always a huge 
concern of ours because of all the nonsense that happens up there, all the fake filtered and Photoshopped images. And all that people do is talk about the unscientific, debunked, thoroughly debunked mesomorph, endomorph, and ectomorph biotypes. There's no science behind them. There never was. They, uh, they're simply arbitrary subjective shapes that um, they just don't have any basis whatsoever in, in science. Please stop using those. Please stop spreading those. Please stop uh, using social media as, they, as a place where you, you, know, you are looking for weight loss uh, in biotype information uh it's all there's so much nonsense and there's so much misinformation and, and lies going on uh please stick with the science uh, and our site is the only biotype science in existence you can go to fellowone.com and learn more about all of it you can go up on social media and chat with us if you have questions we're on facebook and twitter and instagram and tiktok um but please um, stick with the science, and the science is ever evolving. We don't claim to have all of the answers, uh, but we do stick with the science, and we are open to you know, new facts and data as they actually roll in. Um, but we are very worried about the the all the nonsense that happens up on social media and just in the media in general. I mean, even if you go up on uh, Google and you type in body type, what comes up first is the you know, the uh, endomorph, ectomorph, and mesomorph somatotypes, even though, again, they're completely 100% unscientific nonsense. So be careful in what you believe, uh, and please check out fellowone.com to learn more about real scientific body type science. Mark Nelson, it's been a pleasure talking to you and making your journey our journey. Thank you so much for having me. That was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging. Hosted by David Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon. The journey. Well, playing a paramedic was, I always was aware that it was an honour. The journey. I, I, I'm just finishing something. So I, I just want to be polite rather than just be abrupt. I cannot even imagine how yeah, I would have reacted to that. The journey. This is sometimes the best bit of the day. The journey. People need a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, if you know what I mean. The journey. But it, it has never taken away from my will and determination. The journey. What I realised is I had no idea what I was all about. The journey. But uh, when I was going through depression, dogs have a sixth sense, and I think cats do too. The journey. Some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. Well, some say he's on a journey. It's the journey.